MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Good afternoon and welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host on the East Coast, Josh Applebaum out there in Boston. Uh, So, Josh, some news about Zach Wilson uh, should have people excited uh, when it comes to uh, this young man's potential for sure. Jets head coach Robert Sala, uh, he talks about uh, Zach Wilson in this way, quote, light years ahead of normal rookies in his study habits and preparation. How about that quote? Oh, I like it. It's all that uh, great education at Brigham Young there, there, uh, <laughs> okay. there Pritch. So uh, I'm with you. No, I'm high on Zach Wilson. I actually really like this player. You know, he was great, obviously, uh, you know, in college and out of that breakout year. He was kind of a guy that no one really had their, uh, at, the, at, the, at the tip of their tongue there and then really kind of broke through and became, you know, the number two overall pick. So I like him anyway because, you know, I cashed a prop bet on him being the second quarterback selected. So he's already in my uh, my betting hall of fame in general. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I like what I've seen out of him throughout the preseason, Pritch. He's looked pretty efficient. His completion percentage is pretty good you know obviously it's preseason you, you take it with a grain of salt but he's led his team to two wins and put up some decent numbers here and again i think a good thing with the jets uh they're still the jets and with that being said i do have the jets under six win total pritch at minus 160 a bet that i've already made but i think this guy gives you a lot of optimism and a lot of promise and uh you know it's not a mark sanchez type play i think he's much more advanced coming out of college maybe some better weapons as well they obviously mm-hmm. devoted a lot of their draft picks the last two years vera tucker and beckton you know to improve that offensive line protect him get some weapons. I think Corey Davis adding him was a a, a good, uh, you know, like uh, offseason addition with Denzel Mims. What do you get from him? And then Elijah Moore, who you drafted as well. Uh, I don't know if he's going to win offensive rookie of the year. You know, obviously his numbers here are uh, plus 900, not bad at all. But can he throw for 37, 75 and a half yards? I think he could approach 4,000 yards. I think that's a doable spot. Touchdowns, uh, 20 and a half. I mean, you are concerned a little bit about the interceptions, 13 and a half as a rookie. You know, it's tough coming into the league and seeing, you know, defenses and disguises you've never dealt with before. Uh, but, Pritch, I am high on him overall. Uh, obviously, I like the under six win total. But I think you're you're optimistic if you're a Jets fan. This guy looks like he could be the real deal. But okay. what have you seen from, uh, from Wilson so far, Pritch? Well, he's a pure passer. I mean, hands down, you can see that r- right away. Uh, I'm concerned about the organization, the team that he's he landed with. I mean, he didn't select the Jets. They selected him. Uh, they got to do right by that, though. I mean, if, if you 
have this affinity for this quarterback. If you think he's all that like this, I mean, better than any normal rookies that you've seen, okay, now you got to surround him with winners and, and players that and, and be an organization that can be supportive of a talent like this. So, no, I, I think Zach Wilson, his talent is off the charts. It's just the Jets. You know, if Zach Wilson was Patrick Mahomes going to the Chiefs, I mean, oh, look, we'd be talking about Zach Wilson rookie of the year right now. Yeah, it's a great point by you, Perch. So we don't, the dear Jets, don't ruin this kid. I think <laughs> right. that's our biggest request overall. But uh, maybe this is kind of turning the tide here, Pritch. And you make a, a great point. Like, if you're a young player, do you want to get thrown into the fire immediately? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the experience. Yeah. Maybe you take your lumps early, but it benefits you later in your career. Or we see the Mahomes method, the, the Aaron Rodgers method. You know, you sit a year. Rodgers, what did he sit? Three years, something like that. End up being a great player once it's your time to shine. So, uh, again, the guys look good so far. He's got the intangibles. You know, 6'3", 210, uh, put up great numbers at BYU. Is impressed thus far. And if you throw him to, into the fire, throw him to the wolves mm-hmm. early, maybe this kid is ready. It sounds like he's a, you know, he studies the game, a student of the game, and obviously has all the physical skills here uh, to, uh, to to make a, a case for being, you know, possibly rookie of the year at plus 900. Yeah, quarterback that that probably was the best student of the game, Peyton Manning. So looking at his rookie year, 575 passing attempts, 37-39 passing yards, Josh. Uh, 26 touchdowns, and he has a record at 28 interceptions. So 37-39. Unfortunately, that wouldn't wouldn't cash our Zach Wilson over. Well, 16 games, uh, though. We got 17 games now. That's true. That's true. So now that that should go over. The more I look at it, I kind of like that overpritch. Also, are they going to be down in a lot of games? The mm, defense yes. really is a struggle. They've lost Carl uh, Lawson, all these other guys. I, you know, the joke with Michael Lombardi is always, can you name me a single cornerback for the Jets or safety? Like uh, Marcus May, maybe other than that, they're really kind of a lot of unknowns. Do you get a lot of high-scoring games? Is Wilson going to have to be, you know, putting up numbers? And are they down and get a lot of garbage points and, and yardage in the second half? Maybe that's what leads you to believe that he could go over this number and and, and, and approach, you know, close to 4,000 yards overall. Yeah, 56 completion percentage for Peyton Manning. I mean, this kind of destroys the argument that you should sit a quarterback and wait until he's ready, until you decide that that guy's ready. Peyton Manning threw 28 interceptions his rookie year. Uh, what happened after that? I don't know. Playoff, 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 Super Bowls, a <laughs> uh, Hall of Fame career. I think you got to get that experience out there. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by Benham Jim. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Las Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is out in Boston. Uh, so let's get to our deep dive on the L.A. Rams. Uh, Josh, I was out in L.A., uh, saw the Rams take on the Raiders. Uh, a lot of Rams fans out there, they're happy about their football team, but they did not see starters, uh, did not see quality backups either, although they almost came back and won uh, against the Raiders in that game. Go figure. Uh, so their win total, 10.5 wins on the season, the over plus 125, the under minus 150. Yeah, so I think just in general, you know, this is a team that I think could be a Final Four type team, you know, kind of in that, uh, you know, Elite Eight, whatever whatever you want to call it, making a basketball reference there. But you kind of love what they've done. You know, obviously they mortgage their future. They've given up all these uh, picks. They're not going to have a pick until the year uh, 30-25 here, Pritch, unfortunately. But you're getting in Matt Stafford. You're bringing him in. I think going from golf to Stafford, you can't undersell that. I think that's a vast improvement. A veteran, a guy who, uh, again, had no protection and was just tough as nails there with Detroit. Never really won. Uh, played through injury as known as a great teammate now he's going to uh, a, a situation where he died and went to heaven he's going to work with McVeigh, a very talented and brilliant offensive mind you also have a great defense you can lean on when you have a uh, look across the field and every time you know you're three and out and you or maybe you have to punt and then you say okay i'm bringing you know uh, aaron donald and ramsey onto the field that you get a lot of confidence there i think with stafford with detroit he always had to be the guy to put up the points and save his team that's a lot of pressure on a quarterback now that he can say hey we're well-rounded i got a smart coach who's going to look out for me. I got a really good defense who's going to you know, limit the opponent's points on the other side. I think that's what you're excited about with the Rams in general. Now, my only concern, Pritch, when we talk about win totals, mm-hmm. you know, they go 10-6 and six last year. Um, their win total is 10.5 this year, so you're like, okay, adding Stafford, golf to Stafford, that's easily one more win. They can cash that and go to 11. But what trips me up is the 10.5 win total is really juiced up under, minus 150. So there's something going on here. Even though it seems like an obvious play to take this Rams o- over, uh, why is this juiced up under? I think odds makers are telling you this could be a tough division. I think that's the reason why you don't see the over minus 150. I think the reason why it's the under juiced up is because you're going to have to play this really tough division where you're going to play Seattle twice, obviously. San Francisco, who's kind of neck and neck with them for the uh, the favorite there out west. Uh, and then the Cardinals. You probably expect to beat them at least once, but uh, in the desert, you know, I could see them maybe dropping a close game there with 
Kyler Murray, maybe some heroics there, like mm-hmm. against the Bills and that the, the you know the Hail Murray spot. Mm-hmm. So I think tough division. Uh, again, if this is an intuition play, like to me, I think the sharp play is probably the under minus one fifty. But with everything that's going on here and the additions that they've made, you know, even getting Sony Michelle, right. I think that was a great move by them. You really didn't give up much. Maybe it becomes a fourth rounder. It could just be a, like a five and a six. You pretty much bought low and you had uh, really a tough spot there where you needed a running back after Cam Akers gets hurt. So I think Michelle is in a really good situation. He didn't get, give up much to get him. You got a great defense. What I'm getting at, Pritch, is I think the underplay is sharp. But if you have an intuition spot or you have a good, you know, you go through each game individually, I know that can sometimes be a fool's errand. Uh, but if you think they can win 11 games, you are getting plus money, plus 105. So I think that's something to keep an eye out moving forward. But, Pritch, how do you handicap this? Does that under juice surprise you? Or, or do you say, hey, uh, there's a reason why maybe they take a step back this year? I am not surprised by the under juice. And here's why. I mean, I can look at that roster, be impressed by the Rams, the roster, be impressed by Matthew Stafford as well. But I don't know if I'm impressed with uh, McVay. You know, McVay went to a Super Bowl and he rested his starters during the preseason and everything like that, right? They got to a Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl. Now, years later, you turn over, you get rid of a quarterback that you had and we went to a Super Bowl with. You turn it over and you bring in another quarterback thinking that's going to solve all your issues. But you know what you're doing? You're still doing the same thing. You're still thinking that resting your starters and resting your older guys is a veteran laden team uh, that's going to be beneficial for you so mcveigh's kind of stuck in his ways here stuck in the ways that was successful but after that super bowl it hasn't really played out that way so uh, maybe you need to change things you know and, and if you're against changing things then you're against evolving so i don't know if the rams are going to evolve yet you know resting all these starters you got a new quarterback you have to have something developed during preseason uh, before you kick it off for real. Yeah, I think it's a great point by you, Pritch. Also, like when it comes to the Rams, like their their high end top end talent is the best in the league. You know, yeah. you've got your probably the best corner, Ramsey, the best defensive lineman, Darnold, obviously, uh, or Donald. You also have, you know, you bring in, uh, you know, Stafford to throw the ball with some good wideouts here, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup and and Robert Wood. So like you got some really good players here. But what's their depth look like? You know, their their top five are maybe the best top five in football, or you know, right up there. But what about your middle of the roster, your player like number thirty to fifty three? Will that depth catch up to you? Are you too top heavy? That would be my one concern here. You know, a couple of things looking at just these games upcoming. Huge move to Denver. Pritch, this Saturday night game, 9 o'clock uh, at Denver. Again, McVay resting all his guys. Open up Denver minus 6. Right <laughs> off the bat, that's a huge opener. We don't really see openers that high. Now it's all the way up to minus 8.5, minus 9 I see out uh, here, Pritch. Pre-season. This is... <laughs> This is absurd. It really, really is. So, again, what are you going to get from the Rams, uh, you know, resting all their guys? Uh, to me, it's tough to lay an eight and a half. I don't care who you're playing. Uh, it can be Pop Warner. That's just a big, big number that uh, gives me a little bit of anxiety to, to yeah. sweat there in a preseason game because maybe you got your Rams guys. Like last game, they almost came back and won. Um, so that is a little bit uh, sketchy there if you're going to lay the eight or eight and a half or nine after it opened at six. You're getting the worst of it. But that's a really good underplay to me, Pritch. I like the under here. Open 34 down to 33 and a half. You know, what are you going to get out of, you know, uh, Drew Locke? Who, by the way, I want to give you props, Pritch. Your buddy Drew Locke, I saw his interview after he, he didn't get the job. Mm-hmm. He was really, really, I think of a very grown-up and a good response. Like, hey, I'm just going to do my part. I'm going to root on Teddy. Like, I was really impressed the way he yeah. handled that, uh, being uh, kind of the, the second fiddle there. But, uh, again, big number here to Denver with, with this uh, preseason game. Saturday night, 6 up to 9. A little smart money under with the total falling 35, 34 to 33 and a half. But I'm still keeping an eye on that week one game, Pritch, because Chicago at the Rams, that Sunday night football game, September 12th, uh, everybody's betting the Rams. This is one of the most lopsided plays of week one. It's a primetime game. I like to go contrarian in primetime games because those are your highest ticket count games with the most public betting to go against and public bias to bet against. Uh, And that was a minus seven up to seven and a half. But I am seeing some books now down to seven, Pritch. Is there a spot here? Uh, It's probably going to be, I would expect, Dalton. That's kind of what Nagy has said. But getting the hook with the seven and a half, a really contrarian spot, contrarian dog-heavily bet game, you know, week one where dogs do very well in general, I'd be looking at the Bears with the hook and maybe thinking this thing could fall down to seven. Especially, Pritch, if you didn't play any preseason, mm-hmm. it's kind of tough to just get in there week one and, and have all fires, you know, all your cylinders or whatever I'm trying to find, firing on all cylinders, <laughs> everything going together. 
Yeah, that's kind of a tough task, isn't yeah. it, if you have no snaps together in the preseason? Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you on that one. I mean, you got the bye week, too. So you got the preseason game that's going to end this week, this weekend, and then you got another bye week and so another layoff. Uh, and, and so you can't wait to kick off the season, but yet you've had no real action. I mean, I get it. Practices are practices, though. Uh, and yet the reports – about the Raiders and the Rams, the joint practices, the Raiders took it to the Rams. The Rams uh, were pretty much caught sleeping uh, at times during those joint practices. So uh, they got to rev it up. And I don't know if, if the regular season against Chicago uh, is the week that you rev it up. Yeah, I'm with you, Pritch. And again, I like the fact that that 7.5 is now coming back down to 7 at some shops. That just tells you, even though you have such ridiculously heavy betting here with you know any bar you go to in America, they're laying the points right. here with the Rams in this spot. That gives me a lot of excitement to go contrarian and go the other way. Uh, the other thing I'm looking at, Pritch, you know, where these teams will finish, we talk about the over 10.5 win total uh, being uh, actually plus money juice where the under is really juiced up, so it could be a sharp underplay. But what are the odds makers telling you in terms of where they'll finish in their division? So, mm-hmm. number one, they are kind of a a coin flip here to finish first or second really between uh, you know, the Rams and the 49ers here. So the Rams are plus 190 to be, to finish in first place in the division plus 200 to finish second plus uh, 260 for third and then plus 500 for fourth. So I don't think they will be in fourth. I mean, that's not like breaking any news here. I think it's probably going to be a card, the Cardinals in that spot. But between one and three, I think that's kind of where they're pegging, uh, you know, the Rams to be here. And you're getting plus money for each one of these plays. Now, I would lean on make the playoffs minus 185. To me, Pritch, that's even though you're laying a minus number, you're tying up your bankroll for the next five, six months. I think this is a playoff team, whether they win the division or they, they have a wild card spot here. I think with that coaching and that defense, maybe you go 10 and seven in your division, you get a wild card spot. I still think this is a playoff team at minus 155. I'd be looking at a, a spot there, um, you know, Super Bowl 12 to one NFC plus 550. Uh, maybe make the playoffs is where I would go with that one. But any of these interests you Pritch, is this a playoff team as it's constituted or are you reluctant about uh, maybe, Hey, the Niners are good or who knows? Maybe the Seahawks yeah, uh, I mean, kind of overlap. Them. You know, Josh, I think you could see three teams qualifying for the playoffs uh, from that division for sure. I mean, th- these teams are, are loaded. Uh, you saw what the Rams did uh, adding a running back, uh, Sony Michelle. Uh, I think that's going to be beneficial as well down the line. Uh, they got to stay healthy. I think uh, Matthew Stafford is a tough quarterback, though. So if he does get hit, uh, I'm not worried about the Rams losing that guy because uh, he is tough. He is a very tough quarterback. You know, you're looking at the games, too, though. Uh, can they make the playoffs? I, I believe that they can. But how about this? Uh, these bets here, uh, season specials here, Josh. When, when you look at the Rams, uh, okay, if people could have that opinion that they are a very, very strong team. If they started the season 4-0, and that's plus 400. They started 6-0, 12-1. Do you think there's a scenario there, Josh? Uh, I know Tampa Bay's there week three looking at you and staring right back at you. Uh, but what about week one, two, three, four, five through six there uh, and these bets? Yeah, I think there's maybe an opportunity here. Steph, if you can, can you throw up the schedule so we can take a look at each one here? But, uh, you know, to start 4-0 plus 400, so let's just start with the first game against mm-hmm. uh, the Bears. The you know, Bears. obviously you're a seven, seven half point favorite. You expect to win that. At the Colts, I think that could be a tough spot. I mean, versus the Bucks, that you know, that's another one here. With the Colts, to me, that's going to kind of either put you on the right path to cash this uh, or trip you up because, mm-hmm. again, going on the road in a dome, uh, you know, I'm always like the old Patriots with uh, going in the Colts when they used to pipe in all the air noise. Or uh, I know they deny that, but Pritch at the old woes of the RCA dome, that's still a tough spot to play overall. And will Carson Wentz be ready and playing by then against a really good defense? Uh, against the Bucks versus the Cardinals, I think you lose one of these games. Whether it's the Colts or the Bucks, I bet you drop one of those. So I don't know if you go four and zero or zero and four to start. You know, a couple of these that interest me though, Pritch. Um, you know, another one here would be uh, the stage of elimination. Um, you know, for, miss the playoffs plus one fifty. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a playoff team, but I'm intrigued by lose in the championship round or lose in the divisional round. Uh, I think this is a team that you get all, you get all over the hump, you get a wild card win maybe, um, but to lose to maybe the Packers or the Bucks later in that in that conference round, plus 400 in the divisional round, plus 900, you lose in the NFC Championship. These, it's great as betters. There are all so many different permutations and different bets here, Fritch. Mm-hmm. I could see them making a run, but not quite getting the Super Bowl and maybe losing to the Packers or the Bucks. I could maybe target losing in the conference championship plus 900. I think that could be a value spot, but Pritch, what do you think? Any of these interest you uh, on the board here? Well, this is a pretty good exercise if you ask me because, okay, missed the playoffs plus 150. I'm, I'm interested a little bit 
looking at this schedule because, I mean, okay, can the Rams make the playoffs? Yeah. But looking at the schedule, Josh, week one, okay, yes, that's a win. Week two, that's a question mark, right, against the Colts? Week three, a probably a question mark or lean towards the loss. Um, Arizona, question mark, or is that a win? Ooh, I'd give them a win there at home okay. against the Cardinals. I know it's a division game, but I'll give them that one. But then Pritch at Seattle, at always Se- tough to go. Question mark or a yeah. loss, right? So, I mean, to start the season um, with that many question marks about the Rams, it's supposed to be a playoff team. We're supposed to have confidence about this football team. Uh, not so confident when I go over that schedule to begin with. I'm with you, Pritch. It does get a little bit easier, though, right. kind of that, uh, like, October-ish. You know, you're at the Giants, you're versus the Lions, you're at the Texans. I mean, you could rip off three in a row right there. You know, at home against the Titans, that could be a tough one, 49ers, Packers. Then later in the year, you do have the Jaguars, but kind of tough, like, home stretch there. The back end of the year, in kind of November, December-type time, you're at the Cardinals versus the Seahawks, at the Vikings, at the Ravens versus the 49ers. I mean, that's kind of a murderer's row late season. I think that's why maybe this 10.5, the more that I look at it, is juiced up under. Right. Even though I'm high on the players they have, <laughs> the coaches, staff they have, that's tough. That yeah, last that six tough. games, you can go two and four there, Pritch. I think that's maybe why this 10.5 is juiced up under. That That's a tough schedule the more I look at it. Yeah, so the beginning of the year, and then they book in it with the end of the year with that schedule. And by the way, they didn't participate in preseason. Seriously, you're going to have to get going. I mean, everyone's going 100 miles an hour, and you're at zero, and you just got to catch up. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of tough. But, Fritz, the more I look at it, this is why I like doing shows with you, going through each game. I know I know, a lot of people are like, that's dangerous, and don't just say win here, loss here. But it kind of makes me think about it a little bit more. Obviously, all these lines are baked into the cake, and yeah. the odds makers have you know, set the lines for each game and the power ratings and come up with the uh, the win total numbers, obviously. But uh, kind of just looking at how it may map out. Also, when is your bye week? Mm-hmm. They do have a good bye week. Kind of week 11, you're kind of right in the middle of the year. Uh, you might be really uh, you're feeling good going into that bye week. But then that second half of the year, Packers, all these games we talked about, that's going to be tough. I think your win total, you got to get as many wins as you can early in the year with the Rams to bank that. Almost like uh, you know a squirrel getting ready for uh, for winter pitch. You got to get as many acorns as you can so you survive. <laughs> I think that's what you got to do if you're the Rams because once you get to the second half, that's kind of a brutal stretch there at the end. Right. I'm just following the vig there, Josh. I learned that from you. I mean, the under juiced up minus one twenty five. You're getting too sharp for me, man. You're like you're like you're like gonna fly the coop on me pretty soon. You're you're sharper than me, so no, I'm with you. Again, it's not always that the mm-hmm. big uh, the juiced upside is gonna win, but to me, it's something you got to be aware of. It's the odds makers telling you that hey, if you're plus money, uh, why are they giving you plus money? If you're having to lay a minus number, there's a reason why it's more expensive. Why you got to lay a higher price. So uh, again, it's always something to pay attention to, and nothing's a guarantee. Right. But it lets you you know pull back the curtain and say okay. What are the odds makers are making me pay a price, and why are they making me right. pay that price? And it's a big thing you got to consider in any kind of bet that you make. Player prop situations that I like: uh, Aaron Donald, twelve and a half sacks with Leonard Floyd on the outside, and then an improved pass rush, uh, maybe pressure throwing the football, scoring points offensively, uh, more opportunities for Aaron Donald to get more sacks than twelve and a half. I think so too, Pritch. This guy's been unbelievable in terms of uh, getting to the quarterback. And again, you always think of these outside guys. He's kind of an inside guy that yep. keeps doing it. I'll throw one at you, Pritch. Okay. Tyler Higby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Higby to the over. Kind of a tight end overlook. 650 and a half receiving yards. He had 521 last year. There's an opening here with Gerald Everett gone. I think Tyler Higby, the big man from Western Kentucky, I think he could catch that over bet for you. Probably not a lot of people are thinking about that bet. Yeah, I like that bet right there. 650 and a half uh, receiving yards for Tyler Higby. Uh, coming up on the program, we're going gui- to dive into some information from BetMGM and it involves uh, college football, which is about to kick off. That's coming up next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod comes from the National Horse Players Championship here in Las Vegas. Former NHC winners Thomas Goldsmith and Judy Wagner, along with thoroughbred owner and horse player John Lindo, talk about the tournament. Saratoga's Live's Maggie Wolfendale Morley previews tomorrow's Travers Stakes. Vincennes Vinnie Mayulo handicaps weekend races at Saratoga and Del Mar. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it now at vcin.com slash podcast. Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So we have college football, Josh, and some information came in from BetMGM uh, in regards to some ticket counts. Uh, the most bet games right now. Illinois, Nebraska, UCLA, and Hawaii. 
Yeah, Pritch, the first thing that jumped out to me for that first game, Nebraska-Illinois, which, by the way, how great is it to get college football back finally? But um, this was a big move to Illinois. And I think, uh, number one, uh, obviously, we've been heading on this game quite a bit all week. But Mm -hmm. the Scott Frost angle of all the issues going on with the NCAA, with Nebraska, kind of a dark cloud over that organization. But a lot of these books, uh, eight, seven and a half, even saw a nine opener. It's now down to seven. And this was kind of good confirmation that we got from BetMGM because they're taking in 56% of the tickets on Illinois. Again, I love to be contrarian. I would preferably like to be on a team less than half the, than half the tickets, but still, that's kind of a 50-50 coin flip. But they're taking in 61% of the money of the handles. So that tells me it's really not just you know public betters saying, "Hey, all this bad news with Nebraska. I don't. I want to fade them." It's these bigger wagers on Illinois that's kind of caused this money to uh, or caused this line to go mm-hmm. in their favor. So again, not a huge split. But low bets, higher dollars, 56% bets, but 61% money. To me, that's a good angle here for Illinois. Uh, also, the fact that it's down to seven, and it looks like there are different uh, books across the board that are kind of hinting it may go to six and a half. They even, I, I have seen a couple touch six and a half at one point, get back up to seven. So maybe when it gets to six and a half, there's a little bit of buy, uh, buyback there on the Cornhuskers at minus six and a half off that key number. But I'm still leaning Illinois plus seven. Uh, again, Matty Humans, one of my favorite people at Vison, one of the mm-hmm. sharpest guys that we know, Pritch. I think he's on Illinois plus seven. So I, I, I like his angle there as well. Uh, also the under, you know, open 55, it's down to 54 and a half. A lot of these books you're seeing about uh, 50% of the money on the under, but close to, or 50% of the bets on the under, but close to, uh, I think uh, 60% of the money on the under. So maybe you get kind of a lower scoring game there and it did fall 55 and a half now down to around 54 and a half. Yeah, I got that under. We were talking about the under all week long, uh, 55. Uh, certainly wanted to lock that in if I could get it right there. So feel confident about that one as we approach kickoff and that matchup, uh, UCLA and Hawaii, that's a that's a tricky game to me. I mean, UCLA in a scheduling spot because they got LSU uh, next week. Uh, but Hawaii could be one of those opponents, you know, if you're sleeping on them. Uh, you know, covering 17.5 points for UCLA, I think that gets tough. That is kind of a big number. And I think at one point, Pritch, it was 17 up to 18, and there was some plus 18. I think that was maybe okay. the key number if you wanted to sweat Hawaii. Now, Hawaii, to me, Pritch, I like betting them in Hawaii because you have these crazy things happen. It's late games. You got young kids, you know, going, uh, you know, over the ocean to, to go to Hawaii, and you kind of get fall in love with uh, the scenery and everything. So I always like Hawaii a little bit more at home. They kind of have a weird home field advantage. But you're right. You know, one thing I've seen a lot on Twitter from some people I respect is what you mentioned, a look-ahead spot mm-hmm. for UCLA. They got LSU waiting for them so do they take them do they take Hawaii lightly uh are, are you know it's kind of a classic look at spot where that's uh again with kids if you know LSU's uh, you know you're gonna play them next is that something that's in the back of your head can you can you compartmentalize that get it away uh you know and just kind of focus on this spot at the plus 18 if you get in an 18 I'd kind of lean a little bit Hawaii there Pritch but I also like this under as well you know I did have that hot over system which I do like here I think it's kind of a slight match here with UCLA but if you look at this spot here uh for the total 52% of money is on the under, but it's all or 52% of the bets is on the right. under. Almost 60% of the money is on the under, and it did fall 70 to 68. And actually, now it's down to 67. So there has been a lot of under money coming in for that UCLA spot. So again, maybe a high water mark with Hawaii at the 18. Maybe a look at spot here with UCLA. But that under, the more I look at it, is pretty sharp. And in general, I do like unders unless it's this really really hot over system that that I love. If you can get away from that. Unders in terms of NFL and college, defense is ahead of the offense. Offense is all about timing. Typically, you do see unders perform a little bit better. I think it's around 52% uh, you know, week one or, or early season mm-hmm. versus it, it becomes more of a coin flip later in the year. Yeah, and sometimes these schools like Hawaii schedule these games. So uh, whether it's SC or UCLA, uh, hey, we want to recruit in Southern California. And, uh, you know, you get pressure from the boosters, the pressure from the AD as a coach. So, like, you got to have good performance. Uh, we're trying to recruit in these areas now. So, I, I think this could be a tough uh, situation uh, for the Bruins right there. Uh, Fresno State minus 27 and a half. I like the first half uh, situation that Kenny White gave us earlier this week as well. Come up next, our digital uh, VP of digital content, Ben Fox. He's in studio. He's next. Indeed. 
you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talentness. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today as host and happy to have in studio with us right now, our VP of Digital Content, Ben Fox. Ben, how are you? Doing well, guys. I feel like every time I'm coming in now on a Friday, I have darker circles <laughs> under my eyes. Maybe it's the NFL betting guide that we had this week. I feel like Monday, I'm a little more spry. Mm-hmm. Friday, kind of dragging. But I got to say, with Josh, too, if I was also an 18-year-old football player playing in Hawaii, I might lose track a little bit of the game. Having only sure. been to Hawaii once, right. I can understand that angle. Hey, Josh is up to four in the morning sweating baseball games. So oh, I know. Oh, yeah. got you beat. I know. <laughs> uh, I was on air earlier this morning, really earlier this morning uh, in Canada, and to say they're very excited about mm-hmm. coming online when it comes to sports betting. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of early in the morning, we saw, saw you'll uh, be on Fox 5 Las Vegas uh, then and, and later today. But yeah, sports betting now, again, legal in Canada. Important to have the distinction, this is each province, their 11 provinces can now offer it. So again, sports betting was legal in Canada before, but it was only via parlays. So you had to have at least two games together, right. NFL, any other sport. Now the individual provinces have the ability to offer. Several are up and running, several are not running yet. Sounds like mixed reviews so far from looking at Twitter and talking to some people. But again, I know everyone's very excited. A huge market. I think 38 million people there in Canada. I think uh, the covers guy who was on earlier, Follow the Money, said they had estimated about $10 billion bet illegally in Canada. So again, a huge opportunity here. Uh, And again, you know, plenty of VEASAN fans in Canada. We're excited for them to be able Mm -hmm. to now bet legally on individual sports and kind of see what it's all about. Ben, I'm right there with you. Great news for Canada. I still can't get over the fact that you had to bet parlays prior to this being legalized. Like, that just really, really annoys me. You know I'm not a parlay guy. But uh, anyway, I want to ask you about uh, kind of regional biases in sports betting. This is kind of an interesting thing that I like to monitor. We know that with all these states legalizing, we're up to like 30. Ben, you can correct me. I think it's like maybe 22 or 23 that are actually live with more in the pipeline coming up here. But you do have regional biases where if you're in a specific state, you may see numbers shaded or or betting shaded toward the local team so uh you know one thing example would be like you know if alabama legalizes sports betting i bet you in alabama you know the crimson tider instead of a minus 24 they're minus 25 and a half because they know everybody in that area will want to bet alabama so uh, i think you're seeing some interesting things here ben in terms of super bowl bets uh and can you just talk to maybe the regional biases and what we're seeing across the market in terms of where you're at if you're really really rooting or betting on your home or local team yeah, so you're correct, Josh. We've got 30 states right now that are officially legal, with 22 having taken a sports bet so far. And again, looking towards Maryland, Louisiana, Arizona is supposed to launch in less than two weeks. So we'll probably have another four to five, four to six states coming online this fall for football season. But I thought this was interesting. Again, we know our friend John Ewing, uh, your former coworker, Josh, there mm-hmm. at uh, previous companies. But he sends out a lot of stuff. And we start to see this more. We've seen it more, certainly, with sports betting legalized now across the country. I think a couple years ago uh, with the Phillies, Bryce Harper in Pennsylvania books was the MVP, just a massive liability for Bryce Harper in one of his first years there. And this was an interesting one that he sent out in Michigan. The Detroit Lions have the most tickets to bet the Super Bowl. (laughs) I got a lot of, you know, a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, shocking, the Lions are, you know, in Mm -hmm. that state. But that's the only state where there's an NFL team and that BetMGM operates that this was the case. Right. So, for example, in Tennessee, the 49ers had the most tickets, even though the Titans had the most handle. New Jersey, it was the Bucks, both most tickets, most handle. The Bucks overall have the highest ticket, right. highest handle, as you would expect. Chiefs not far behind. But again, just interesting, the Lions, who I don't think have made... Man, they haven't made the playoffs in maybe 2014 or so. They haven't made a championship game in a long time. Just to have the most tickets, again, it's kind of a fun story and something we'll see more and more as more of these states legalize. Just these interesting, you know, potential, potential storylines coming out, as well as Josh said, potential opportunities if you're looking at, hey, we know here in Vegas, mm-hmm. Raiders games, they're go- they know they're going to get Raiders money. They're going to shade away from that. We're going to have other examples like that. Well, Josh and I, we often talk about information uh, when it comes to some of these Mm -hmm. bets uh, certainly in the preseason we can see that so Detroit the Lions that kind of betting towards the Lions and then okay Michigan 
we had some information. I think you brought some information about Michigan, people firing on Michigan uh, this year as well. What's going on up there? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think there were some other larger ones uh, with Michigan. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't have the exact bet in front of me you're referencing. A big mm-hmm. uh, Michigan to win the national title. To win the national title, right. exactly. Yeah, so. and, and I think, again, you're going to see that, uh, whether you want to call it homerism, whatever okay. it is. I always, you know, Josh, I'm not sure how much he's betting on the Patriots, <laughs> how much of the bankrolls on there. You want to be very careful when dealing with your home team because you are incredibly biased, yeah. right? So you may think you know the team better. I think a general good rule of thumb is just don't bet on or against your team. Mm -hmm. Just watch the team, root for them, don't have money necessarily involved. I think that's a a dangerous proposition going forward. Totally agree. I'm right there with you, Ben. And, you know, talking about kind of this fan tax or whatever, your local regional spot, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, that's probably maybe the best example, the Mm -hmm. Vegas Knights tax, all these, you know, Circa, South Point, all these books, uh, everyone wants to bet the Knights. And, you know, they're maybe they're minus 200 at most books, but they're minus 240 at other books in Vegas just because there's so much liability on it. But, Ben, I know we're up against it. Talk to me a little bit about this DraftKings and simple bet deal. I thought this was kind of interesting. That's kind of a new way of betting. Isn't it something like you can bet on, like, every pitch and, like, it's almost like just a crazy betting situation where it opens up a whole new betting menu of options here for betters. Yeah, so this is something, again, that will be more kind of future-focused as opposed to necessarily this season. But I think all the sports leagues, right, when they're looking at sports gambling, it's all how do we retain fans and how do we generate new revenue? And when you have people in the seats and it's a baseball game Mm -hmm. and it's 10-3 to in the third inning, the over is already hit and one team's probably winning, why are people sticking around besides maybe to drink a lot of beer or have the concessions, (laughs) right? Sports betting is going to be one of those things. This is a deal that potentially allows draft. Kings to offer, like you said, pitch by pitch. Does Trey Young hit a three-pointer down? Do the Hawks hit a two-pointer? This? Do they not hit any shot? Again, more kind of in-game, in-play, pitch by pitch. And I think, again, we'll certainly see this in certain sports. Baseball is perfect for it. Golf is perfect for right. it, right? When you have all these different distinct outcomes, you know, the guy setting up for a shot, is this approach shot, is it going to hit the green? Is it going to be within 15 feet? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be off the green? Basically, all of these things you have the ability to bet, and this is just another thing. Going forward, we'll start to see this more and more, but this is a one of those steps, certainly, with DraftKings, and it's only going to get bigger from here. The menu continues to grow. Yep. Great work <laughs> on the uh, college and pro football betting guys. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Those are outstanding. Uh, $19.99 uh, right there for both of those guides. Uh, thanks again for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Enjoy the weekend. Ben Fox, VP of Digital Content. Well, Joshua, when we continue to program, we got WNBA to talk about. Perhaps <laughs> another play, another winner, I think, by you, hopefully. And then we got Saturday preseason football, too. Uh, all that and more coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summer sports betting is heating up, so sign up right now for a risk-free first bet up to $1,000 at BetMGM. Be sure to use bonus code VSIN1000 and get in the game with the King of Sportsbooks. Get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odd specials. Once again, is bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, WNBA, uh, are we on a roll or what? What's going on here? So we're doing pretty good. We actually lost last night, unfortunately, Pritch. I was on that over in last night's game. It was, uh, I forget which one, Ace's Dream. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kind of annoying. They scored like 45 points, 42. They're on pace the whole time. Get to the fourth quarter. I think they scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. So uh, sunk us in that one, unfortunately. But I am going back to another play. For whatever reason, Pritch, I can't quit uh, the Liberty. Give me Liberty or give me death. Not on the spread, though. Uh, I'm looking at another total play here, Pritch. Um, This one opened at around 166 between the Mercury and and the Liberty. It's an eight o'clock game here. Uh, open 166, even 165 and a half. Then bet up to 167. We continue to talk about kind of this niche market where, mm-hmm. uh, again, there's no public. Percentages are worthless. Line moves are meaningful because they're really driven by respected betters overall. So I'm going to take a shot on the over. You know, I'm looking at a lot of these um, analytics and, and data on scoring and defensively. Both teams put up a lot of points, and especially uh, when it comes to Liberty, bad defensively. They're giving up almost 87 a game. These teams, uh, it's funny because the Liberty cash on a money line play when you and I did a show last week. Mm-hmm. That was an 85-83 game. Ended up uh, 168 there. But then they played recently. It was 106-79. So you ended up scoring uh, in like 186 type, uh, 185 type range. So got some systems here to the over uh, in the mid-160s when the line rises at least a half point. It's about 57% the last decade in the WNBA. I'm going to root for some points here. Again, between the Liberty and the Mercury here. Pritch, anything 168 or higher, that's what I'm looking for. I'm on over 167 here. 8 o'clock sweat tonight. Liberty and Mercury. I remember Liberty surging in that fourth quarter to cash that ticket for that. You, well, we that needed you that. About. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was incredible. So, okay. You're back with the Liberty, uh, the over uh, 167. 
Exactly. Okay. That's my play for tonight. Amongst many, Pritch, we got a lot to get to. <laughs> yes, we do. Let's segment. get to them. Okay, Tampa Bay uh, and Baltimore. You woke up the Orioles, uh, certainly, I mean, because the win streak or their, their win streak or their losing streak uh, ended with a win recently. Uh, they're at home, plus 195 against uh, Tampa Bay, 10's the total. Yeah, break up the Orioles, Pritch. They may never lose again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I uh, did get the over there in that one yesterday, which was nice. Um, what I like about this one, Pritch, it's not a huge line move play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some books did open like Rays minus 220. Some shops are, are down, are two, minus 230, 220. It hasn't moved a ton here. But I do like this matchup to Tampa Bay. Number one, they've owned Baltimore this year. They're up They're 15-1 and one against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's their uh, now 17th game. They only have uh, three, three games left head-to-head, so we don't have many... Uh, opportunities left to back the Rays against the Orioles, but 15 and one straight up. Also a big scheduling spot. Baltimore played yesterday, uh, and now they got to play again today. Tampa Bay was rested. So again, my schedule spot, even though I was annoyed, Pritch, last night with Seattle, they were in that schedule spot. They blew a 4-1 lead, gave up a grand slam, lost that game. But I like this spot where if you're a rested favorite versus a team on a back-to-back, you're around 60% this year with a decent ROI. You also get Tampa Bay um, pretty good against righties, 50-27, and 27, going up against Harvey. Baltimore has really struggled against lefties, 15-32. and 32. So it's a big number, but it's my classic best Betris, not bet to win. Mm-hmm. You're risking, uh, try to find the minus 220 if you can, risking one unit, trying to get about a half unit back. I'd be looking at, at riding uh, Tampa Bay here, a rested team who's 15 and one against Baltimore. Give me McClanahan. I'll go raise in this one. Pritch. I like the rest system, uh, to be honest with you, Josh. I really do like to play those type of situations in those games out there. Uh, San Francisco and the Braves. The Braves couldn't handle the Yankees. Are they going to be able to handle the Giants here at home? Uh, minus 124, eight and a half to total. So I got to admit there was a little move to the Braves here, Pritch. Okay. You know, Braves are at some shops were minus 120-ish, minus 115. They're up to minus 124. So there has been some money on Atlanta. But there's one system that I really like late in the season, and it kind of overrides uh, some line moves for me. It's the value of getting a really, really good team at plus money late in the year. Uh, San Francisco Giants, best team in baseball, and they're getting plus money. I know the line moved a little bit to the Braves, but my system here looking at good teams as a dog. So if you, you have to have a win percentage of 550 or better, and you're a dog late in the year, August and on, uh, you're only 48%. You're almost a 7% ROI in this spot as a dog. So I'm of the opinion, Pritch, if you continue to give me the Giants, the best team in baseball, getting Mm -hmm. plus money, uh, at some point they're going to lose one of these spots because there was a mini sharp move here on the Braves. But I'm going to keep riding the plus money. Again, if you're giving me uh, a plus money payout with the Giants, the best team in baseball, I'm going to keep taking it. They would be a a road dog high total. Uh, And again, if you look at San Francisco, they've done well in this spot. They're actually 23-16 and against lefties and 29-19 and as a dog. I'm going to take the G-men here, see if they can uh, take down Max Freed. And, and riding Gosman as well, Pritch, he's been great. He's in the Cy Young conversation. Right. He's at like fourth, fifth, fifth best odds. Uh, but he's got, I think, 12 wins, ERA like 2.5. I'm going to go Giants here plus money. Again, don't love going up against a move against Atlanta, but I like this system play here, taking a good team, getting plus money. To me, it's a value play, not exactly a sharp play. Yeah, good pitching matchup. Freed, uh, he's 11-7 and seven, uh, on the year, too. So great pitching matchup in, in that ball game. How The Yankees just keep doing it, Josh. Uh, the A's, they are in this one. A chance to catch the Yankees at a decent price, uh, if you believe in this streak for sure. Minus 154 on the road, seven and a half to total. Yeah, Pritch, the, uh, the Oakland A's teased me last night. I was on the A's. They get down 6 nothing. They tie it up 6-6. I'm like, wow, here we go. One of the best wins of the year. Then in the ninth, they give it up. Judge has a, a, an RBI single there. But yep. um, I like the Yankees here. I'm not gonna. I'm not betting the Yankees out of spite, you know, because I was on the A's last night and they lose for me. I like this spot. I think this line's a little bit low for Garrett Cole. Uh, Yankees open minus 140. They've been steamed up to minus 150, minus 155. This non-division favorite steam 10 cents or more, 61% this year, doing pretty well overall. So if you're rolling with the Yankees, they have a line move. I think the line's a little bit low. Also, a favorite when you're minus 150 or more with a really low total. The total in this one is seven and half bridge that's good correlative betting fewer amount of expected runs scored more likely it's going to come from quote-unquote the better team the favorite there so mm-hmm. yankees are are, are are super hot right now they've won all these games in a row actually have some system matches on them tonight i'm looking forward to even though i'm a red sox fan looking forward to sweating the yankees here let's see if we can get it done against an oakland A's team who's really struggling i think they've lost five in a row now and uh, it's getting dicey i think uh they might have even i don't know if they're in the wild card spot second spot still i think they're actually behind the red sox now at this point they need to turn it around but pritch i hope not tonight i'm giving i'm going yankees <laughs> all right and then the royals who they were in that scheduling spot Traveling up to Seattle, they get the win, though, uh, over the Mariners. They go right back at it. Can you cap the Royals, or are you just really uh, just looking at some data here? 
I'm looking at data, but the Royals, I don't know what it is, Pritch. They play a bad team, they lose. They play really good teams. They win all the time. I don't get it. They, like, have a bad record, <laughs> right. 57 and 70. Maybe it's just when I bet against them, they play well. But, like, they beat the Astros quite mm-hmm. a bit. You know, they're beating the Mariners. I mean, I don't know what it is, but this team uh, seems to play well against the, I want to see their split on against teams above 500 versus below 500. But I am going to go Seattle here, Pritch. I like the Mariners in a bounce-back spot. Uh, sometimes in these series, when you see an upset in game one, you know, that kind of that favorite in game two is like, okay, like uh, no more joking around. Let, let's take this team seriously. I like Seattle. They opened minus 160. They've been bet up to minus 175. I got a lot of system matches here. This would be a sweet spot, non-division home favorite. We love the non-division home favorites in general, 62%. But if you're in a uh, sweet spot of minus 150 to minus 175, even better, 89 and 51. That's uh, 64% this year, almost an 8% ROI. So I'm going to be riding the M's here, Pritch. Another thing, uh, if you look at um, some of these uh, home road splits, mm-hmm. 36 and 27 at home for Seattle, 25 and 39 away for Kansas City. Also, Seattle's done well against lefties. They're going up against uh, B- uh, Bubich here tonight. Uh, they are 27 and 22 against lefties. Seattle against Gilbert, highly touted prospect. They're only 36 and 52 against righties. So I like the Mariners to get back on track, and they owe me tonight. They- after yes, last they night, do. Rich, so let's go M's in this one. Well, I, I I don't know if I like them at minus 175, though. I mean, it, they're the Mariners uh, at minus 175 here. But what about movement on the total? Anything there? So it's eight and a half down to eight. Looks okay. like there was some under money right. there. There was a trend. It didn't come through last night. But when the Mariners are a home favorite, the under, I want to say, is around 60%. So uh, maybe a little bit of a lean there. But mm. I'm selective. And also, Pritch, don't even mention it to me. I have PTSD still with my unders <laughs> in baseball. So it, it may, maybe I should target more first fives. But, uh, again, yeah, if you're sweating unders, I tip my cap to you. Uh, but they've taken probably 20 years off my life at this point in baseball. <laughs> okay. Preseason football on the weekend, Saturday. Uh, line movement. Uh, anything that stands out to you uh for tomorrow's game sprint mm-hmm. is that what you yeah, mean saturday's yep it's saturday's game yeah so one big move i noticed green bay buffalo huge move to buffalo green bay probably not playing their quarterbacks no aaron Rodgers. no no love buffalo open minus four and a half they're up to minus eight and a half minus nine minus nine and a half i mean mm-hmm. talk about an insane uh, insane line move there but uh, i would target an underplay there i just think green bay with ben kurt and dola gala i don't see them uh really scoring too much mm-hmm. i'm really not interested in laying a nine in a preseason game against anybody right. uh, even if you know bulls you know bills win by you know 14 in this one but i like the under i don't think you're getting many points out of green bay if you can find under 37 uh that would definitely jump out to me uh another underplay would be arizona new orleans we kind of hit on that mm-hmm. that was 35 down to 34 um, did see some, uh, let me find another one for you, Pritch. I think I got it here. Uh, the under in the Rams game. We talked about right. that as well. 34 down to 33 and a half. Uh, and then Seattle big move with, uh, chargers here. Maybe, maybe, you know, uh, Herbert or any of those guys. That's a late game. You did see Seattle open minus one minus three. They're all the way up to minus five. So big move there toward, uh, toward the, uh, the Seahawks there in their last preseason game. Yeah, Josh, there's so many differences to, uh, the approach of this last preseason game, because you have some teams like Kansas city, for instance, uh, they're going to play some starters into the first 30 minutes of the ball game. And then you have other teams uh, kind of removing their starters, uh, not wanting to risk injury at all. Uh, I think it gets very, very hairy here for this last preseason week uh, because you have that bye week situation too. Uh, so, I mean, really do your homework, follow the information if you can find it, uh, try to find those edges as well. I mean, that's, that's been beneficial for me uh, so far this uh, preseason. I think it's a great point, Pritch. You're betting on any of these week three games. Make sure you do your homework on Twitter. Know who's playing, who's not. Pritch, I got some sad news for you, but good news for me. I'm going on vacation next week. I'm going to Cape Cod. I'm hanging out in Chatham. Oh, so uh, I, I don't know what vacations are, but I won't be around. But I'm going to miss you next week. But get ready when I get back. Uh, we're hitting the ground running with NFL. So Absolutely. Great, great job this week. Buddy. Great job yourself. Uh, great job over the last few weeks there, Josh Applebaum. I'm doing great work. Enjoy your vacation. Appreciate it, Pritch. I'll yeah. miss you. Don't worry. I'll yeah. tweet you. Don't worry. Okay. I'll check in. <laughs> Stay away from the books, man. Have a, have a good time. Uh, that'll do it for us today. My Guys in the Desert coming up next.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.